the authority, passionate, magnetic, alpha, commanding, influencing, inspiring, persistent, positive, driven, successful. This is who we are as pros. This is Turning Pro Academy, your number one resource for creating the business, lifestyle, and freedom you want. Learn to build an epic life with the no BS, proven online business mastery. The real world advice and strategies used by the world's best so that you can live your dream. Welcome to the Turning Pro Academy, where I give you the advice along with the world's best to turn you from average Joe into a pro that truly uses what works and reaps the rewards of a world-class business and lives a first-class lifestyle. This episode, I am pumped. I'm recording this literally just after jumping off the interview, and it was with John Lee Dumas of eofire.com. Now, John is running an absolute killer seven-day-a-week podcast that is Entrepreneur on Fire. Now, I really want to thank him, and I did say it to his face because he really deserves it, that he has been and produces the content that also made me take the leap for myself to get to the success that I've had so far and continue to do so. Now, this episode is all about how we can get you to start focusing more and getting better results. Now, we're going to dig deep in on what's the secret source for John's success, what he has learned from interviewing just under 900 successful entrepreneurs, and what you need to be doing to ignite your very own business success. Now, This episode is chock full of goodness. It is exactly what I know entrepreneurs need to be listening to, whether in the fitness industry or any other industry. If you're budding, if you're out there wanting to make it for yourself, this is for you. So I want you to head on over to www.turningproacademy.com as I'm giving away currently the online training workshop that is to show you how to double your clients and online income. Now, it's absolutely for free. I want you to sink your teeth into it, use it, get the results, and then come back to me and tell me all about it because I only want to keep putting out great content material that is going to get you the results that you really want. And if you want to build a better fitness business, if you want to get more clients, if you're a coach, a trainer, consultant, then you're going to need to start doing what's really needed to boost your success. Also, you want to put an absolute smile on my dial, I would love you to head on over to iTunes. You can also do this through the show notes in the turningproacademy.com and leave me a review because I want you to help me spread the word of the Turning Pro Academy. If you leave me a review, we get it out to more people and I want to get it out to millions of people because you have now and I want the others to join the revolt that is for you to step up to the mark and I want you to start getting the results that you truly want because if you're confused or frustrated and it's just not happening, then we need to start focusing on what does and that this is what it's all about. 
So go to iTunes, leave me a review. A five-star review would be phenomenal, but you know what? I want your honest feedback. I want to know what you want, what you want more, what topics you want me to cover, and even who else you want me to bring onto the podcast. I'm not going to delay and absolutely shit talk anymore because I know this interview with John is absolutely golden. Strap yourself in and enjoy. I'm absolutely wrapped and I'll actually happily admit that when I woke up this morning, you, John, were on the list of grateful that I smiled about because this episode and really why I wanted to bring you on here to the Turning Pro Academy podcast is really you have done one thing. You have brought it back to one focus and that has put you on the skyrocket in flight to success. And I think every entrepreneur needs to take a cup, have a sip of wisdom that is you but also yourself, John, and as I've been talking to you just before we hit record, I'm truly grateful for you because you have been a big part for me taking my own leap and creating the business and lifestyle success. So thank you, sir. And I want you, please, John, to give the listener, in a nutshell, who you are, what you do, and why you're so phenomenal. Well, Chris, first and foremost, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me on this incredible podcast. And, you know, it's just fun because I love hearing from people like you who are inspired from something that I've done to now go out and inspire others whom I never would have even had the opportunity to connect with. And that ripple mm-hmm. effect is what it's all about. So thanks for being on this journey with me, Chris. And it's, it's, it's a blast for sure. But hey, I'm just a country boy from the state of Maine. First 18 years of my life, I grew up in a really small town, went to college on an Army ROTC scholarship, which meant that when I graduated, I was in the Army as an active duty officer for four years, uh, active, and then four years in the reserves. Did a 13-month tour of duty in Iraq, like real deal Holyfield stuff. I mean, (laughs) this was 2003, 2004, and I was a 20 three and 24 year old in charge of 16 men in four tanks and <laughs> in a really difficult time in that uh, war, the Iraq war. So that was quite the experience for sure for a young man in his 20s. But I made it back and after my time in service, I tried a bunch of different careers over the next six years from the age 26 to 32. Tried law school, hated it, quit. Tried corporate finance, Hated it. The cubicle was suffocating me. I left. Tried commercial real estate. Liked the autonomy of it. I mean, it kind of was my first taste of entrepreneurship, but it was just still too traditional, too stuffy. I got out. And I launched Entrepreneur on Fire. And that was my passion at 32, was listening to podcasts. I decided to produce podcasts. And here we are, Chris, 900 episodes later, Mm. having won Best of iTunes in 2013 generated just last month over a million listens in that one month alone. Phenomenal. And are consistently generating over $250,000 of revenue every single month. Now, I just love that if someone's not listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, one, they need to. <laughs> Two, it's you're doing a seven-day-a-week podcast. And yeah. that's ballsy. And I'm sure there was conflict um, with yourself and I'm sure there would have been with others as as most entrepreneurs kind of like make their decisions as to, yeah, I'm going to do this. And (laughs) 
what what actually got you to take the leap? So for me, Chris, it was just a breaking point. It was a breaking point of being tired of waking up every morning, not being excited about the direction that I was going, not being fired up about the path that my life was taking. And I just got tired of it. I was 32 years old trying to build a career on something I had no passion for. And I said, why can't I make a dent in the world? Why can't I bring what I see others like Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, Lewis House bringing to this world? Why can't I do that? And I finally got tired of asking why and just decided to take action. And from that point, that decision factor, Chris, you know, that was all it took. And I mean, I know for you in your area, that sometimes people just click and they're just like, you know what? I'm tired of being fat. I'm tired of being overweight. Yeah. I'm tired of being like just tired yeah. all the time. And you've seen those clients that have come in with this look in their eye and then they go on to succeed. And, and, and it's great. And that's what happened to me in the business and entrepreneurship world. You know, I've, I've always been and have remained a pretty healthy and active and, and, fit, and fit guy. Um, but I wasn't happy in the business sector of it. And so I decided that I just needed to change. Great. I think like content is so important for entrepreneurs, especially in this day and age where, you know, we, we really create um, like our own our own sort of publishing houses with what we do. And you're obviously, your sole focus is producing top quality content. And that's where I really took a big um, chunk from as well. And I've got gluttonous. I, I run two podcasts at the moment. <laughs> One's just specific to showing how do people get in great shape. And then this podcast showing the fitness and health and entrepreneurs how to build businesses that grow the lifestyles that they want. But I think the fantastic thing that you're doing yourself is really showcasing how just having one focus, podcasts, and the importance of podcasts these days because I just, I'm consuming audio just all day, every day. Like every time I jump on the bike and I'm going to the gym, I'm consuming audio. I do it in the mornings. I do it when I have to do some cardio or walks in the morning. It's just all day, every day. And I think it's great because I get to surround myself with so many people and kind of like really get their thoughts into my head. But what was like your journey? Because you're the Mr. Miyagi of podcasting <laughs> and crushing it with EO Fire. So how has your journey expanded with it? Anytime we can bring a Karate Kid reference into a podcast, <laughs> I consider it a I win. I appreciate so, that you love Chris, that. thank you for that. But it all starts with going one inch wide and one mile deep. Mm. And I want to say that one more time. Go one inch wide and one mile deep. Chris, so many people these days are consumed with going a mile wide and an inch deep in all those different areas. Yeah. You know, whether it be all the name, every social media platform, you know, name all the possible, you know, forms of media, whether it be radio, podcasting, video, YouTube, blogging, you know, all this stuff. And people are trying to do it all. And because of that, they're not going deep. And so I decided to go deep into podcasting, just one inch wide, one mile deep. Let's do a seven day a week podcast that interviews today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs and tell that journey. That was my focus. That was what I was drilling in on laser like. And that's why I was able to execute on that. And that's what I think a lot of people leave behind is that when they try to decide what it is that they want to do, 
they forget about the fact that they need to dominate that thing when mm. they start. And you know what? It's okay that you can't dominate this vague large idea because everybody is trying to dominate that and everybody's trying to do that but you can dominate the niche of the niche of the niche like if you niche down until it literally hurts mm -hmm. you're going to be the best and guess what i was the best seven day a week podcaster that interviewed entrepreneurs the day that i lost i'm sorry mm. the day that i launched <laughs> but you, but you know what else chris I was also the only seven-day-a-week yes. yeah. podcaster that interviewed entrepreneurs the day that I launched. And that is a revelation. Like, what do you want to become the best at? No. Just continue to niche down until you're the only one doing that. Exactly. It's like you create your own market to stand up. Yes. I like that. Okay. So why do you think podcasting is just so crucial and why it really should be a realm so many entrepreneurs need to go down to build their authority and expertise and build their tribe of raving fans. For the very reason that every listener right now is hearing our voices, they have chosen, Chris, to seek out your content, to press the play button, and to now be engaging in this content. Maybe they're running, maybe they're on their bike, maybe they're walking on the beach, flying in a plane, driving in a car. There's a lot of different ways to consume podcasts. And a phrase that I love is you don't have to say no to something else to say yes to podcasting. Mm -hmm. You can do all of these things yeah. listening to a podcast. You can't watch a video, you can't read a blog post, you know, as you're driving the car, as you're, you know, running, you know, sprinting along the beach. You can't do those things but you can listen to a podcast. And that's why it's such a powerful medium. And that's why people need to realize that if it's not part of their business yet, it needs to be because you're building intimate and very authoritative, incredible relationships with your listeners by building that trust every step of the way. And that's something that can't be overlooked, Chris, is that connection that you and I are both making right now with, with listeners. And you know what? Sometimes you're going to make a polarizing connection. Sometimes it's going to be a connection that they do not click with what you're saying or with the message you're sharing. And guess what? Better now than later, we're looking for those raving fans who are going to become even more raving mm. by hearing your voice, by hearing your message. I think it's yeah, spot on, 100% agree. Now, something that is just so great about what you're doing and with your podcast, you are obviously talking to... 900 so far. Awesome. Maybe it's a couple less. Do you have a couple of repeat? Uh, yeah, 24. Okay, cool. So we've got, you know what I mean, just under 900 awesome entrepreneurs that you've been able to sit down, delve deep, find out the intimates about themselves and what they're doing. What have you taken away for your business with that? Oh, God. I mean, the really most underrated aspect of being a podcast host that needs to come out in the forefront and people just need to realize is the connections and mm. the relationships that you build with the people you're having conversations with is priceless. When I launched and I had no online presence, no podcasting experience, nothing, I was able to have Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, Barbara Corcoran, Seth Godin, 
uh, Chris Brogan, all of these all-stars on my podcast within the first 90 days solely because I had a podcast. I had a platform. I had a way to bring them on a show that had the possibility of reaching a decent amount of people. And they knew that, so they came on. But then through those talks, I was able to build relationships with them to the point where just last night I was going to um, a networking party and Tim Ferriss texted me. He said, hey, you got a second to talk. And I'm like, wow, it's so weird that in 2007, I was <laughs> so inspired by the four-hour work week, yeah. thinking that it was like Tim Ferriss was a god in the entrepreneurial world, which he is. But now he's texting me, asking me you know, if I have a second to talk. It's like crazy the relationships that you can build when you have a platform like a podcast. I, I think that's so true because I was thinking about this the other day. Um, just like I know what's going to happen after we get off the call together, I'm just going to be doing backflips and cartwheels because I'll just be <laughs> pumped with what's going on. Because it's so great connecting with obviously such quality people and I think really the podcasting, I know it obviously helps so many other people around the world because I get told on a daily basis, but right. I really do it for a selfish reason as well because I get to connect with so many great people like yourself and the day that I get to come meet you, I'll give you a fist bump and be like, hey, John, what's up? Like really appreciate I've you taking the time. seen your Skype vit, uh, photo. I hope it's like a fist tap because. <laughs> <laughs> come on, John. Don't be like that. It's okay. I think it, I, I think your photo, you should just be shirtless and on fire in front of the mic. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be your top three takeaways for an entrepreneur? Why are they not succeeding? Why are they confused? Why are they frustrated moving forward? This is why you're not succeeding for three reasons. You're not delivering free content Mm. that's valuable on a consistent level. Now, you might be doing one of these things. You might be doing two of these things if you're getting pretty good, but very few to none of you who are not finding the success that you want are doing all three of these things at a high level. So let's back up here and talk about Entrepreneur on Fire. Entrepreneur on Fire is a seven-day-a-week podcast, and a pod, that's free. It's free. It's free to listen to my podcast. Is it valuable? Yes. Not because of me, per se, and especially not because of me at the beginning, because I had no value to give. <laughs> Since I've done now over 900 episodes, I've learned how to give value during these episodes. So now I am combining with my guests to give value. But at the beginning, it was still valuable because of the guests that I brought on. They had incredible value to share. And then number three, was it consistent? Well, you can't beat seven days a week, Chris. It doesn't get any more consistent mm-hmm. than that. So I was I was mixing those three ingredients of free, valuable, and consistent on a daily basis. And it didn't overnight turn into success, but it was the ingredients that over time resulted in success. So if you're not finding success right now, Take a step back, look at your business, and identify how you're not delivering free, valuable, and consistent content together. Great advice. Now, this kind of like brought something up. I thought about it the other day. Now, I recently reread um, Perry Marshall's 80-20 Sales Marketing, and it really got me thinking again. And I really want to know your like your real in-depth and focus on what this is because what do you think's been like, th- there's the 80-20, that's great. Like let's focus on 
the 20% that's going to give the 80% results. But let's go a little bit deeper. Like, what do you think, like, the 6% of actions you've taken, John, that's given you the greatest success? Yeah, and I think that's a really good point because 20% is still too much. You need to get 20% of that 20%. Yeah. So that's how far you're going to be drilling down. And so for me, you know, that six-ish percent, that's the podcast. You know, mm. that is actually getting in the books, in the calendar, in the scheduler, eight interviews every single week on the calendar and then having those interviews every single week. I mean, Chris, yesterday was my interview day. I did eight back-to-back interviews on Tuesday, which I do every single Tuesday on the hour, every hour for eight hours. Boom, boom, boom. By the end, I'm tired. I'm exhausted, but I've knocked out eight interviews for Entrepreneur on Fire and I can focus on other things the rest of the week like being on other podcasts, yeah. like building my my other my my communities like Podcasters Paradise or Webinar on Fire or doing other things that are really beneficial to my bottom line. So that is absolutely critical. That's definitely in my top six percent. And as well as engaging and communicating with my audience. I mean, I am really quick on the email. You know, I, I use a tool called Boomerang. So I may not, you may not get my email right away, meaning I'll probably read it in the first hour, but when I send it, it will be send in two days. So the person on the other side doesn't think that we're all of a sudden in some kind of conversation. That's yeah, very like important. A, like a text message conversation. Exactly. And yeah. a lot of people will fall into that. Yep. So I don't like to, I like to keep my inbox really clean and up to date, but at the same time, when I'm emailing people back, I'm being very respectful that, you know, they don't need to get this answer right now. So therefore they're going to get it in two days. I think that's really good. And there's a couple of really good insights. I really want to peel back. One was obviously your batch tasking that you're doing. Now, I think a lot of people when they say, oh, seven day week podcast, he's probably doing about one a day. Like a lot of people might kind of assume that, but you've really taken it to where you need to. One whole day, podcast back to back to back, therefore giving you the rest of the week. Obviously, we've got plenty of time for family and yourself, but focusing on what the rest of the business needs, how the other growth comes about, and obviously using tools such as Boomerang is what you said. Like I try to avoid the whole text message conversation via email. I only do emails once a day. I have a set time. I send them and that's it. I don't even get the emails coming in until I want to open it up and sort of like manually, okay, I'm ready to look at my emails and reply now. What do you think is some critical habits that an entrepreneur needs to take on board? There are so many important habits that an entrepreneur needs to take on board, which is why it's tough to be an entrepreneur. And Mm -hmm. that's actually one of my questions on Entrepreneur Fire. I say, or I ask, what's a habit that you wish you had? And then another question that I ask is, what's a habit that you do have that that you think contributes to your success? So there are two really interesting questions that bring up something that a lot of entrepreneurs wish they had, mm. which surprisingly is pretty similar, but then also a lot of habits that entrepreneurs are thankful that they do have. And it's really cool to kind of compare and contrast different entrepreneurs and, and how they really look at their life and the habits that they have or don't have. For me, you know, a habit that's critical is early to bed, early to rise. Mm. Benjamin Franklin couldn't have said it better. 
And it's true. Like I'm a big believer in eight hours of sleep and getting up at 5.20 a.m. every morning and doing that power walk and, yep. and getting outside, getting that fresh air, getting my blood pumping. And, and that's on my absolute to-do list. And there's you know many other habits that I put into place that haven't happened overnight but have formed with me doing them. And there's a great book on this called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Yes. So, so now, you know, I, 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 every single morning, I make an incredible green smoothie packed with all the vegetables you can imagine, and it's great. And I didn't like doing it at first. It took time. And I didn't <laughs> love the taste of it, but I've made it a habit now. So now I actually miss it when I don't. And that's where you want to get to with these good habits. So, you know, those are definitely habits that are like non-business related, but I think are so important to having business success that I make them a priority. I think that's really good. The first point, and that's something I resonate as well. I'm I'm up 5.30 in the morning, every morning, like just clockwork. And I've never, to this day, and I'm really going to make sure I stick with it, I've never sacrificed my sleep for work. It's just never been an option that I've wanted to give myself because sleep is so critical. And there's the people like, oh, like kind of, almost touting, yeah, I've pulled all-nighters, like Ugh. trying to finish these projects. And I was like, sucker, I was in bed like counting Zs and <laughs> I, I wake up fresh and I'm going to get more done in less time the next day because I'm going to be switched on. So I think that's great. And you've brought up something that I just love and that is the morning ritual. I think that is a habit for myself that I've been – chopping and changing and fine tuning and perfecting for myself. And I, I really, I, I commend that to really starting off every day and kicking ass. Love it. Now, John, last two questions for you. Every one that comes on the turning pro Academy podcast gets asked this. I just want you to rattle it straight out. Don't even think about it. Just straight off the hip. Number one is what is your definition of happiness? It's a definition that I've stolen from Earl Nightingale, but I absolutely believe and use. Happiness is the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. And the mm. key words there are gradual and worthy. Like we need in life to be not actually just getting to the finish line and realizing something. No, it's the journey. It's the gradual yes. realizing. And then not just of any ideal, but a worthy ideal. Fantastic. Number two. What are you grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for a lot of things, but I will say in this moment, Chris, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be speaking to your listeners, to be coming through their earbuds, their car speakers, wherever that might be, on the chance that something that I've said has dislodged a mental block or an mm -hmm. obstacle or a challenge that they've been keeping there. And, and that's really my hope. But I do have to make a side comment. I'm a little disappointed you didn't ask me the question, what makes you so phenomenal? <laughs> you are phenomenal. Well, I'm just reading your list of questions here, and that one, like, we apparently skipped over. But uh, uh, I asked that pretty... at the start, John. <laughs> well, let that. me answer it again at the end. I think what makes me so phenomenal <laughs> is my willingness to be really, really bad. Like to really just be <laughs> nice. bad at something. Honestly, like nice. I was so bad at podcasting. I was so bad at interviewing. I was just not good, but I was willing to be bad. And that's what I want to really let the listeners out here know. 
be willing to be bad. I mean, Kobe Bryant bricked his first free throw. Um, Tiger Woods whiffed on his first golf swing. I was horrible on my first 50 podcast hosting interviews. Horrible. They're really was, not that bad. I have listened to them, and they're actually oh, pretty good. Oh, man. They're bad. And, <laughs> but you know what? I was willing to be bad. So that's you know what I want to say to your listeners is be willing to be bad because it's part of the journey. Exactly. I think you should embrace it. You should enjoy it. Yeah. Great. Now, John, thank you so much. I don't want to steal any more of your time, mate. You have been very gracious with your wisdom, and I know the listener is just buzzing as much as I have. <laughs> and have jotted down plenty of notes of scribble that they're going to try and struggle to read later. So, mate, how can the listener learn more about yourself and the podcast and everything else you're doing? I want you to blow some smoke up your own alley. <laughs> Chris, all the magic happens at eofire.com. That's eofire.com. I do have a gift for your listeners because if they are thinking that, hey, I kind of like this whole podcast thing. Like I like the conversation that Chris and John are having. Maybe I'd like to have some too with people that I respect and that are in my industry. Uh, I'd like to give your listeners my book, Podcast Launch, which is the number one ranked book in all of Amazon on podcasting. Boom. Completely free. Just go to eofire.com slash gift. No email required. It's just waiting there for you as a free gift. My gift to you for listening to this podcast. And um, also, you know, as part of that, we have a completely free podcasting course at freepodcastcourse.com. Fantastic. I am definitely linking all of that in the show notes for the listener to get straight onto. And I highly recommend they do it all. John, you started my day off fantastic. I hope I've helped you finish your day off and a big kudos, mate. I'm looking forward to talking to you very soon. Catch you on the flip side. If you want to become the go-to, the leader and the authority in your business, and you want a constant flow of new clients and sales all day, every day, go right now to turningproacademy.com. No more hype, BS, or wasted time. This is all real-world advice and strategies that the world's best use to 10x their businesses, generate more money, and get back their time. We'll see you next time on Turning Pro Academy.